Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, and I am sitting in the John Hume War Room. It is Sunday morning at 11.47 p.m. on the 26th of February, and um, all is well, all is well. I have a brilliant guest on today's show, uh, a guest that I haven't had on since April last year, would you believe? And uh, yeah, he's going to blow your tiny minds, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to blow your tiny minds. What's been going on with me this week? Great question. Thanks for asking. I am continuing the journey of edibles and um, uh, I'm finding I'm finding them good. I'm, find, I'm just trying to get a base of, um, I'm trying to just get a, a, a base where I can get the dosage right. But uh, right now, I'm off the smoke, and um, I'm feeling good about it. Mm. I'm We've feeling been good enjoying about some edibles today. We had a little edible this morning. We went for a little. We went for a walk. Um, this is today's guest. I'll bring him onto the stage in a minute. Conspiracy John is uh, is who it is. But I will give you a proper introduction. But like, you came to the house. You're here since ten, Sunday morning. We had a little a brownie. Half brownie each, just a half, just a tiny, like a small little bit. And we yeah. went on a beautiful little walk there down by the Nano Nagel Center, 3.8k. We sat on a bench, we thought we haven't seen each other in ages. We had a great it conversation. It was a beautiful morning, really nice. Mm. Great to be back, yeah. It's great, great to, to see you, yeah. It's a long yeah. time, yeah. Beautiful day, I love the view, yeah, yeah. No, it is great, it's great, and um, nice Sunday. Sunday, it's a great and like s- Sunday's a Sunday's a family day, and, and I'm going to I'm going to a football match later this afternoon, um, and I'm looking forward to that. But like we find it hard to to hang out now because our lives are so busy. Yeah. So we have to kind of section in little times. S- couple so of hours only. Yeah. Can't even get a full day anymore. No. Back yeah. in the day, we got plenty of full days, man. Jeez, we did. Maybe we wasted them all. Oh, <laughs> I don't think we did. Did we? No, we didn't waste them. Like we could have been more productive yeah. in terms of making money. Like well, we, we actually made the most of them in terms of uh, having the crack. So, uh, well, uh, well, uh, well spent days. I'd Do you say. remember the time when we were in? <laughs> Do you remember the time? We like God Almighty. When I think about, it, we were going around to shops, and we were <laughs> going, "Hello, can I have something free, please?" <laughs> I remember, and we were in a competition to see what we could get the most yeah. free. And I think you ended up getting cinema tickets. One of us got cinema tickets. I can't remember. Can we we got a nice cup. Yeah. In a, in a, was this a we restaurant? Were in Blackpool, weren't we? Yeah, Blackpool. <laughs> We got a good few things. That was an interesting. That was in the. Uh, it was an experiment we, we were, were trying. We were doing like. a social experiment kind of thing. Well, that's what we called it, killing time. Yeah, we just didn't want to go cleaning windows. We were like, yeah. I'm going to bring you onto the stage, ladies and gentlemen. This week's guest is a brilliant friend of mine. He was a groomsman of mine at my wedding. Um, we used to run a window cleaning company together way back in the day. Um, we were great mates for over a decade. Uh, and it, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen him in ages, and I love him. And here he is today, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the stage, Conspiracy John. Ah! 
Ah. It's great to be back, Cornelius. Yeah, it's great to have you back, man. It's great to have you back. Uh, th- those days, man. Yeah. Fucking hell. I, do you know what? I actually would love to do that experiment again, right? And and try and see what you could turn that into into cash then, like. You could probably get quite a lot. You know, you could get really good at getting stuff for free, like yeah. any skill. So if you decided, you know, I'm going to get good at this bit of practice, you do that 25 times, gradually build yourself up. Yeah. And you probably find something then. You'll be like, you know what? I'm able to get this fucking, these empty tin cans, and I, I can actually bring them here, and they're giving me... 10 cents a can. And the next thing you're like just looking for 10 cans. Yeah. And you've got a business selling 10 cans. <laughs> tin cans. How did you get into the tin can business? Uh, it's a good story. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, it is, it, it was. And it, like, did we get food as well? I, t- I think we got fed as well. Did we get a bit of food? I can't remember. There was a couple of things. I remember the cinema. I remember the cup. Yeah. I don't really remember. I remember not much else about that. I, the I day. remember both old dolls being not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, yeah, I do also remember that. Maybe that's why I have uh, removed the memory. <laughs> it was great, and then it became not so great. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, um, we had. I, I'll never forget. We were like, we were window cleaners, but we were we my, myself and you. you we met um, in Abtran in Cork. Do you remember that? Yes. We were like. Fuck it, we were like a jilted, like the jilted generation. Like t- there was so many edgy. C- I remember that when we were selling. Was it half price movies and sports at the start? Was it? You were selling half price movies and sports. I, mean, did you I was Truvo, selling was some it? golden pages. Oh yeah, yeah. With, with Truvo. Yeah, that's that's where I met you. And um, there was fucking. There was a doctor working there with us. There was a a mix of people from all different a backgrounds. Helicopter pilot, an airplane yeah. pilot. Your what's your education? He was becoming an airplane pilot. Oh, he was becoming one. Yeah, yeah. My education, I have a business background. Yeah, you have I have a master's a, and stuff. I have a master's <laughs> in human resource management <laughs> and a Bachelor <laughs> of Commerce. It was the most oh, educated oh, oh. telly sales team <laughs> of all time. Like, honestly, when I think back Yeah, like there was some really uh, intelligent, smart people there. Yeah. It was a it was a good mix and everybody just there for their conversation skills. The fact that they could hold a decent conversation with a person on the phone, all of those people. That's all you needed. And you didn't actually even need that. They'd hire you anyway. Well, they'd give you a go. Yeah. You know. be like, look, you didn't sell anything <laughs> today. We might have to sell. We might have to fire you. But like, they never, they never would. But no. it was, yeah, it was high stress, shitty job. Like, but, um, <laughs> yeah, there's like, it's, we were talking about this. It's kind of, it was kind of like Matrix X. Like you kind of were plugged in and you had your headsets and yeah. you just had call after call. But then we were finding little jinky ways of getting out of calls. <sighs> and then you spend your day trying not to work, yeah. which is just stupid as well. Yeah. So unproductive. But there must be so much money in it for big business because they must factor in that, go, come here, these guys, we're going to have them here for eight hours, but they're really only going to do oh, yeah. maximum. Two hours? Would we do two hours work a day? I wouldn't. I would be all out to do two hours anyway. Yeah. Well, they have metrics in place. This is what's interesting from knowing a bit of HR. Like they have ways to make you know even factoring that in. So they'd have models of exactly how much time they can squeeze out. Like even the half price moves in sports. Like when you put in the targets and you say, well, look, if they're working towards the targets, they're going to have to do this amount. You know, even if they're not trying, we'll get this amount. And they'd have it all down to like science. Yeah. They were like, right, yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah. There's the return on we investment. We get hundred people in. Fucking seventy of them are going to be yeah. like this. Thirty are going to be like that. And even out of those thirty, 
their figures are still. I suppose it's a launch at the end of the day. We yeah. were booking meetings essentially for the uh, account managers, weren't we? Like that's what it was. Like we were the lead gen. But you remember we'd have to do we'd have to go on calls for like a farmer, and we'd be like, log on there now to Truvo, and like I'm sure <laughs> I, I can mean barely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you Truvo. need to do? Now, w and yeah, and just download this there now. And my wife hadn't working. Do you remember that? Like it was such a joke. Like, but uh, we all. Um, yeah. We knew that it was a product that... It was great to do, so you know that it's not something that you'd want to do. Yeah. I think what it ended up being for me, it ended up being one of the best jobs I ever had because it, <laughs> it, it made <laughs> full me... Full circle there. But, like, you know, but what I mean is like it was a horrendous job, it was the, but it, what it made, it focused my attention on what I wanted to do with my life. Like I wanted to be a comedian, and I was like, right, okay, I, I need to make money, but I don't want to work for the man. And then you and me were sitting beside each other and we were like, you were the same. I need to make money. I don't want to work for the man. What can we do? And we were like, well, we could get one of these back to work scheme things from the government. <laughs> they give back us to work? Who's it? They give us a, or not back to work. Was it a, 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 what was it? A business. If you were opening a business, remember they were giving yeah, you Yeah, it's like the back to work. I think that's but what we were it's working. called. How did, it, how, did it, how did they give it to us when we were working though? Uh, we didn't discuss, we didn't come up with the idea of the back to work for a while afterwards. We went out oh with yeah. the window cleaner first, and then we discovered we could do the back to work, we which was essentially a support payment while you get your business up and running. Mm. Ireland is actually great from that point oh of view, right. I must say. Like in comparison to a lot of countries, I yeah, actually think so as well. It was really helpful. It allowed us to both investigate different skills, and we were, we were kind of looking at our sales and our entrepreneurial, and also just kind of execution. Getting a business off the ground, you know, it doesn't always work out properly, but I mean you know, it gave us the ability. You're still running a win like you've a separate yeah. window cleaning company, and I can tell you this, right? If if comedy, if a comedy, end, my comedy ended in the morning, I would one thousand percent go back to window cleaning because it's a stress-free life. Mm -hmm. Oh my fucking god! It's lovely, like you just go, you get your few customers. They're always happy to see you because you're going to clean their windows, and they don't want you. To, they don't want to do it. And they'll give you a nice price for it, and you just move on. Then to the tr and, and oftentimes yeah. the money's left under the mat. You don't even have to talk to people. You can listen away to podcasts. Yeah, it's and a nice, uh, a it's simple, a nice, easy, stress-free life. Enjoyable, and you're outside, which is which is one of the nicest things I find with mm. it. I just find it enjoyable to be able to just tip away. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. loved, I loved it. I don't, I don't miss it now because I'm really fulfilled in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But like. Uh, like fucking you can't beat a bit of manual labor a little bit of something that like and it's yeah. not skilled like i mean anybody can clean a window unless super low stress like you can't really make a really bad job of things yeah. you know it's you not the end of the world like you know but yeah. you, you, you'll, you'll get a no but i mean like if you were a carpenter like you wouldn't be like you could do a really bad job yes with a window cleaning you can't do a really bad job no. you know things aren't going to fall down so from that perspective the worst thing that could probably happen low is stress. break a window and yes. I cleaned windows never broken a, never window. a window yeah neither did you I think they're quite well reinforced yeah. the glass yeah it's a yeah. solid glass mix yeah it's a great uh, I, I don't know now uh, we've gone off on a tangent here now about our past but like fuck it like do you know what I mean it's great to reminisce I haven't seen you it in ages is, yeah. I it's fucking nice. love you and I miss ah, you and I hope you everything's too, going brother. well for you yeah. but it's life is busy man isn't it we'll be on it the is. WhatsApp like. come here when we're retired yeah. we'll just be hanging out all the time we will do you know it'll be great we'll couple be of years retire it I always want to retire at 42 what are you now 40? I could be semi-retired 
by 42. Yeah. Semi-retirement, I think, is the way to go, not full retirement. Yeah. Because it's nice to be doing something productive and working towards a goal and achieving, whilst also making a bit of money. But you don't want to be... you. Well, I personally, anyway, I, I prefer if it's not all-consuming and yeah. too intense, where it's all I can think about. Mm. And it's it's much in more enjoyable if you're kind of semi-working full-time. Yeah. But still... I'm the exact opposite of that now at the moment. Yeah, like I am I as well at and the I moment. And I, I, I have to say, it sounds beautiful. And I want to get to that as well. Mm. But, like, like, life is just... I've been saying this on the podcast for the last couple of weeks, or the last couple of months. Life, it, I feel life, the time, that actual time has sped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like an hour is now like 50 minutes. <laughs> 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 Do you know? Literally. It's just fucking weird, man. I swear to God. And I um, uh, I would love to be, I, l- I love that notion because I'll tell you, when I, because we've gone from, we'll say COVID, right? Where we were doing fuck all, right? And now you're back and you're doing your, you're in your career or you're in, in your job or whatever, and you've got your kids and you've got school runs and you've got all this stuff that you no, you hadn't, you didn't have for two years, mm-hmm. and you forgot how to do it or you didn't forget how to do it, but you just weren't doing it. And now you've just to get. I just feel like I'm fucking uphill at the moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I, I don't know if I'm alone. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe maybe I'm a pussy. You know what I mean. But I you're pussying around pussing for around. time. Maybe I'm a puss. Maybe you just need to man up and get on with life. No, I agree. Do like you know? I mean, it's it's very very busy. Like I find the word intense that I use that a lot with life. Yeah. That it's you've there's so many balls in the air. There's so many things to do. And as you said, after kind of two years of kind of foot off the gas a bit. Fully retired almost. Yeah. Like I was literally just minding my kids like, do you know what I mean? Like and then small all in minding then. my kids, making a few sketches and that was it. No, that was had its challenges as well. Don't get yeah. me wrong, you know. But like w- are we ever going to be fucking happy like? I mean, I loved hanging out with my kids, but I was ready semi retirement to go back to work. And now I'm back at work and I'm like, fuck me, sideways. This is yeah. fast and it's like at the moment now like I'm just I'm running a lot of gigs and I'm involved in a lot of those gigs and um, I'm finding there I'm finding very little time to be creative in terms of writing and that's what I got into the whole thing for <laughs> yeah is to, to be creative and to be writing and to be performing that stuff and at the moment I'm just really concentrating on the business but that has to happen for it to all operate correctly and um, so I'm trying yeah. to find the balance just the balance yeah but you know, we were talking about it earlier, like the more things you've got going on, the more things there are to almost annoy you or give out, like, you know, make your life busier yeah. and take away from what you need to do. Yeah. So like we were saying, is it, how much do you give away? How much is the right amount? I think that is, I, I love that way of thinking. And I think that that is not a common way of approaching things. I think people don't want to give away anything. I think the more you give away, the happier you will be, the less you have, like, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, if you're ru- if you're running a business and you've got someone coming in um, as, a, as a manager, we'll say, or whatever, if you, g- like I have a guy who's, who's manager at the Coco Club and I give him a percentage of the profits, but I give him a, a fucking good chunk so that he's super interested in the business and super interested in it being successful because it, is rewarded to him on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know? Um, no, I could be super greedy. 
I could be like fucking I could because I could do the work that he does. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can do it. I've done it for years, and I could take a hundred percent, and I could be like stressed off my game, and definitely have no time for writing. So I I genuinely think. I'm just using that as an example. Like, obviously, we both have other loads of other little irons in the fire and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I think take a small piece of the pie, but have a lot of pies. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I agree. I think that's the nice way to do it. It makes it less. You're never too stressed with any one project. Then mm. you're only you're only in as far. Yeah, I love that way of putting it. Yeah, like you're only in as far as what's comfortable. And if it becomes a whirlwind, you're in too far. And set it up for yeah. yourself. Set it up. F- go, okay, this is what I'm doing. I fuck it. I'm going to bring this fella in here now, and I'm going to give him 50%. And I'm going to give him his body of work, and then we'll meet every week and we'll discuss that. And I'm going to do that over here then as well on this project. And then you're like literally only working maybe one or two days a week, and you're kind of project managing your own dreams. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um because it's no like no one's going to come to you and and I, like you know you really like for I suppose in comedy you do get like I do I often get people obviously asking me to do gigs and stuff like this but like I'm talking about like the regularity of 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 in of stress free income you have to create that yourself you do it doesn't just come to you and it's only by trial and error that it ends up coming into being for you because by trying it out, yeah. you just figure out, right, this is about where the balance exists. Yeah. That's all you can do, really. Is which is a painful journey as well at the same time. Do you remember, you know? or, or like, I fucking love the way this conversation has gone. Do you remember when we started? So for the, for the, for the listeners, I'll just tell you, right? So myself and John met in Abtran, right? Um, a call center. When was it, 2010? I think it was, or was mm, it? Yeah, about I 2010, was, I'd say, I yeah. I think it was 2010. It was 2010. So that's, what's that, 13 years ago, right? And um, we... Uh, we got chatting and uh, next thing we opened up we decided we were going to leave we are going to open up um, a window cleaning and a lawn cutting uh, business we bought a couple of lawnmowers and we got a few bits and pieces and off we went and we were w- went out literally we got flyers and we were putting flyers into the thing and we were waiting we thought the phone was going to just be off the hook but like nobody was ringing us <laughs> and then we were like okay we're under pressure here we, we, we just started doing door to door and um, we found by doing door to door that we were getting some mild success, like some mild success. But really and truly, it was mild, John, for the start. And like, no, it wasn't. Ha- it it wasn't, wasn't zero. It wasn't zero. It wasn't helpful that we were fueling our days with, with large amounts of marijuana, right? <laughs> <laughs> We would meet in the morning. Is that what happened? <laughs> I can't remember any of it. <laughs> but we were carefree. And um, we, we, but by. This, there's a long way of getting on to my point here is we tried everything and we were cut like we were doing this we did this thing called the spring clean special <laughs> where we would come to your house we would cut your lawn we would take away all the grass we would clean all your windows for 30 euros people used to look at us like we had four fucking heads and go what you'll do all that for 30 uh, it was way too cheap wasn't we it? were like we'll make 15 euros and now uh, we were only getting 10 in Abtran and we're going to get the dole or the back to work thing as well <laughs> and we were working out we thought it was great but then um I'll never forget then, you were gone away for one weekend and I um, I had the van and I, I, d- I, d- I had the window cleaning equipment in it but I didn't have the lawnmower and I said, well, I'm just going to fucking go pitching windows 
and see if I can just clean the windows. And I went up to the north side of Cork City. I'll never forget it. Glintorn is an estate up there. Is it Burview as Burview. well? And yeah, as well. And, uh, <laughs> and I went in and I got three window jobs for 30 euro and I had them all done in under two hours. And I remember ringing you going, oh my God, man, I've cracked it. Because we, we were like, this is shit. We, can, like, we were trying to find places to get rid of the grass. <laughs> Do you remember we would drive into the middle of fucking nowhere and like, we'd be like, all right, go on, quick, 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 two of us would hop out <laughs> with all the grass in a skipper bag. We'd fuck it into a ditch. And uh, oh, oh my God, the back. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was hard work, the window, the window and the grass. But yeah, you cracked it with the windows. With the windows. And then we were like, all right. And you were like, oh. and then I came up with a, a, a sales pitch that we used to use at the door. And do you remember the pitch? Do you want to do it on me? Oh, no, you can't. Will we do the pitch? Oh, please do. Oh, it. yeah. It's, so I'll be we'll we'll do the ding pitch. dong. Hello? Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, Sorry, sorry for disturbing you there. Yeah, who are you? Uh, my own name's John. Oh, right, okay. uh, I'm from a company called The Go-To Guy. All right. uh, just in the area okay. uh, with a couple of your neighbours oh, uh, right. doing a couple of windows. Huh? I said I called you. Okay. Uh, you might be interested yourself. Uh, in what? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, we'll actually clean all your windows, top, bottom, front, back and side. All right. uh, including the, we'll wash the frames of the windows as well. Oh. Uh, clean down all the doors, right. uh, glass doors and non-glass doors. Oh. And uh, wipe down the low sills as well. And oh. it's only 35 euro to get the whole thing done. Right, so would you be interested yourself as we're around? Fuck it, throw me down flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great, great, great. And What's then you do that there? 10 times and you might get four yeses because <laughs> it's such a pleasant. And there's loads of little inflections in that pitch like for the buyer to say, yeah, because while John is saying that to me there now, he's been nodding his head as well <laughs> and, and wiping his feet on the mat. <laughs> 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 but like oh yeah used class scientific and it was a it was a just a pitch that we came up and we didn't feel and it's nothing to feel guilty about it was a great pitch because we cleaned the shit out of people's windows then. we cleaned windows and in every small town in, in cork in fucking cork man yeah. every small town and then we were just we we, we were getting better and better and better and then we kind of had a scientific. We had it down scientifically, and we knew then we could expand. Yeah, but we know how many we could do in a day, and then it was just too much hard work. Yeah, and then yeah. that's that's when it became what you were talking. That's about. That's when it yeah reached the point. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you just get if you can do it part time, it's such a beautiful. No, it's a part time. Yeah. Do yeah. You know? And not even employing people because it's almost too stressful to make it big. Do yeah. You know? Amazing man. Amazing. Yeah. Great times, like great, great times. times indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right, okay, we're going to do uh, trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Um, so, <laughs> Conspiracy John, I knew you were doing this podcast now for uh, over a week. So, what I wanted to do is I went on looking at what was trending throughout the week. Normally, when I do this, I'll go at what's trending on the day, okay? But you're a different kind of animal to my normal guests <laughs> and um, with, with interesting, very interesting outlooks on the world in which we live in. So I looked for specific hashtags that I thought might, I suppose, stimulate you. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> Excellent. To, to, to discuss. I'm intrigued. Okay, so the first one that, that I, we're going to do today is hashtag Ukraine Russian war. So you know that it's a year during the week it was a year to the day uh, that the war in mm -hmm. in yeah Ukraine I came across that yeah across and there's uh, I mean I'll tell you what I know about it which is just like from my perspective I think um, Russia has invaded Ukraine 
there's untold life la lives being lost. Russia have never given up in a battle before. They're just throwing people and pe more and more people at it. The West now are starting to give the Ukraine some heavy uh, uh, military armor like tanks and there's talks of fighter jets and all this kind of stuff. And it seems to be, to me, from the outside in, not living in Ireland, and uh, you know what I mean? It seems to me that it's getting more and more tense and more and more armed and more and more serious and it's not all over it's where a year it doesn't look like it's going to be ending anytime soon and i sometimes fear that we're on the brink of a fucking catastrophe but anyway that's my opinion on the ukraine russian war what is yours which is what i'm really interested in yeah it's such a doomsday topic isn't it mm -hmm. like even the energy of while you're talking about it i'm listening to it going oh god like it's so like lives lost and all of this carry on like regardless we could well be on the brink of this a terrible war because what's his name putin pulled out of some russian treaty uh some of some world treaty about uh nuclear arms recently That's in right. the last week and china and china they're they're all gearing up together it looks like whether so i i would not be surprised if the next years bring war in the news whether that's actually what's happening or not in the way that we're being told that it's happening for me is always up for question because i'm not there yeah and i would say yeah talk of war maybe it is what they're saying or maybe it isn't like i see <laughs> i see like news on my phone from like the bbc about what putin's doing like how how do they know what he's doing like in the wartime scenario like with accuracy like there's a picture of him there i mean like it all stinks to me the news side of it i don't re i don't know what's going on there yeah. could well be well, it's all atrocities happening that are what is happening on the news. Or, you know, maybe it's not as bad, or maybe it's different to what they're saying. Maybe there's an internal fighting going on that is a totally different proxy war scenario to what we're being told is really happening. Well, we have a photographer in the Coco Club. Her name is Alona. I can't pronounce, nor will I try to pronounce her surname. She's from the Ukraine. And um, she's literally, she's a brilliant photographer now. She's. The I like I employ her. She comes in every Saturday and she does unbelievable photos. We use them for our, our Insta stories and our Instagram thing. And she recently got like a truckload of medicine and stuff, or like a carload of medicine, and drove across Europe and fucking smuggled it Went into Went there. Europe. Apparently, like it's pretty fucking war bad. zone. Like, like they're blowing stuff up. I have no yeah. doubt. But yeah. whether it's been blown up by what's what they're saying is it blown it up whether yeah. it's the russians blown up or like who knows even what's going on in the ukrainian government and how how honest are they yeah. in their dealings like like internationally there is a big gang of groups going on which do collaborate together like there's no doubt like like definitely of, uh, you know what what's going on in the world is an orchestrated global event what's happening in russia it was meant so to happen this is it's my part of the plan to bring the world to the steps of the place where they want it to go, in my opinion, you know? So I just never, you know, what's on the news and what's happening is always seems to be for a different reason than what we're told. Well, there's no doubt that, in my mind, right, there is no doubt 
that propaganda exists on both sides of mm. of the fence you know and like your point about how do they know what Putin like I mean like that's like it's no more different to know like I don't know what my next door neighbor is doing down the road do you know mm. what I mean so like that is a very valid point as well um, but it is interesting and it is I don't know it just feels feels really threatening or mm. something like you know i feel even though it's so far away there's a another worry yeah fucking come in and all the prophecies are coming true you know like from eastern europe there's a load of prophecies of world war three i looked into it many years ago i can't remember the details but there's lots of prophecies from eastern europe about the war and the build-up to it and events that will happen by um what's your one's name oh, I oh, it's the blind girl baba could be her, yeah, yeah. There's her, and there's another one or two out of that region. Is is not Nostradamus. Yeah. So I think they were talking about events leading up to some of those prophecies coming true when I was looking at them, but I can't remember for sure. You'd need to check them out. I'm try and check up here now, but what we'll do in the meantime is uh, hashtag obey. Oh, you got to just obey. No choice. <laughs> There's no point trying to do otherwise because this world is designed so that you have to obey. You can't. What happens if you don't obey? It just, just makes you, you cannot obey, but I mean, when you're saying obey, like, I mean, obey the law, you have to obey the law. You can't go around, you know, making life miserable for other people. But like, like do you know the way... You definitely can't do that, but yeah. you know plenty of people do, right? But like, what about obey, like obey the law? This, like, you know, like there's some laws out there, and there's just like well, know, I would the say permission laws now, like are just yeah, you know, they're so archaic, like you know, I mean, well, that's designed by design, isn't it? To just make everyone's life miserable with bureaucracy yeah. and just and we've a, just we've a site bleed for sale next to us there, and a, a local family tried to buy it, and they couldn't, uh, they couldn't. I think. He was a guard or a teacher, and I think maybe a guard and a teacher. Two good civil servant jobs, paying their taxes. Fuck, I think they're from the locality and everything. Yeah. And they got turned out for planning permission, like. But like, like what this kind of a fucking world do we live in when you can't buy a site in your own village and put up a, a house? Now we live close to a main road, but there is like um, a separate uh, entrance onto a, a tertiary road that they could get onto. Anyway, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. It's just fucked up. I think you know. No, I think uh, you've no for me. I have no choice, but uh, like, as in, like, that's the perfect example of like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, get get up with you about it. You know, go and write a letter to some local councillor and. Letter, like. You know, like, like the problem is, you just kind of have to, just suck it up and live within it. And I would say, like, be seen to obey, and if you have to obey, fucking, you just have to obey. What are you going to do? The man has got us. Hashtag last hashtag, aliens. Mm, yeah, aliens are a, a fa what used to be a favorite topic of mine. Dude, they're in the fucking news now, man, all the time. Yeah, they shot down a thing above in Alaska. Like Project Bluebeam kind of stuff. And they're they're like it was it was on mainstream news mm. two weeks ago about this thing they shot down in Alaska. Right. It was all over the world. There was multiple ones all over the world. And there was multiple ones down, all yeah. over the world, but this was like fucking on CNN, and and it's all covered up now. There's yeah. like they're not saying anything at all about it. But they could be preparing for some sort of big show. You know, like we could, like this, the, the story is of, say, like the World War Three prophecies is that the world goes into a massive war and then it all comes together and is united. 
And then you could have what they speak of in some of the older conspiracies is that in the 19... No, in, in the older conspiracies, in about the 1970s or 80s, they were talking about whether the if they'd use an alien invasion to unite the world against a common invader. So that way they would bring about the new world order kind of a thing, which is their big master plan, supposedly. Is your man's name Humane Vitate? His bold predictions. Have Humane Vitate's bold predictions come true? He had four prophecies. Infidelity and moral decline is one. L- lost respect for women. Abuse of power. Ultimate donate. Like, they're not prophecies. That's just like the world for the last kind of 300 years. Uh, What's he saying here now? Um, Yeah, do you know what? I'm not even going to read that because it's so fucking. Yeah, I don't know. Is he the guy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if aliens are real or if they're already living here under the earth or are they, a- are they like, is an alien actually like something from another dimension? Like, like in the Matrix, when you go to the like between place when you're in the simulation but not in the simulation like a higher level mm. is that you know an astral realm kind of an idea like are, are aliens they coming in from a different re- yeah different realm like Do you know are they able to they found a portal into this dimension exactly like yeah. you know is that like there's all sorts of options i don't know yeah or is it all just a big fucking fake show do you know what i don't know is could it be all of the above show, you know well, I'll tell you what now, ladies and gentlemen, okay? That's this week's episode of Conversations with Cornelius with Conspiracy John. But if you enjoyed this conversation and you would like to hear what John has to say on some really cool topics, you can tune into the Patreon because it's going to be a Patreon episode of John straight after this episode as well. Um, thanks for listening. Stay in by the wall. I appreciate you all coming on. And I love you all. Good night. God bless. Adios, amigos. Good luck.